thank you thank you sir for the introductions yes bhagavad gita is mahabharata itihasas so the topic that i'm going to present is about bhagavad gita and uh, human resource development so my field of expertise in human resource development because i teach human resource development but i consider myself as a student of bhagavad gita so let me go direct into the extract of this presentation so in this presentation i'm going to attempt to make the relevance of the bhagavad gita to the psychology of human resource development and this contributes to indigenous theories of hrd based on culture specific hrd theories this is done through a hermeneutical analysis a qualitative approach which involves study understanding and interpretation of ancient texts now in a nutshell i can say that the bhagavad gita presents hrd from inside out some of the hrd is outside in so the bhagavad gita begins with self realization leading to self development human development and also organizational development in total if you are looking from the management perspective and this is expected to provide a place for comparative hrd philosophy in the east and also the west so before i go into the bhagavad gita i'm going to give you an overview of hrd of course i'm not going to read through the slide here but just giving you an overview hrd is an interdisciplinary field with contribution coming from various other fields such as psychology social psychology anthropology political science even fields like economics even philosophy and it involves areas such as training development and education of employees in organizations to improve their competency towards performance and uh, if you look at literature there are hundreds of ways how hrd has been defined by various scholars both in the east and also the west and the theories related to hrd theories and concept of hrd from the west have been dominating the world during the last century uh, mainly due to largely available resources in english language if for an hr to be effective according to researchers like sharma in 2001 argues that it has to be rooted in a cultural soil of the country where it is practiced so in the east if you look into whether you are looking into india from the puranas itihasas and all there are many many concepts relating to development human development self development uh, that has been written long long ago in fact in the field of hrd many communities in the world are also trying to find or discover their own system of hrd Uh, maruyama used to be the first to write about management context which includes hrd from japanese perspective and then there are many other perspective many other schools of thought the islamic and then the chinese school of thought confucianism 
Laozu, Sunzu, Adaho, and also in the Indian context from the Vedic literature, from the Vedanta philosophy, there have been many scholars, many who have written, and then there are growing number of authors who are doing in this field. So now we move into the Bhagavad Gita. So introduction to Bhagavad Gita, I'm not going to go through in that, okay? but you have to remember that it is Mahavarata, part of Mahavarata. You cannot separate the Bhagavad Gita from the Mahavarata. In fact, anyone who wants to read the Bhagavad Gita, they need to understand the context of the Bhagavad Gita, that is the Mahavarata. And Mahavarata, as many of you know, is the longest epic in the world. And it is considered to be the fifth Veda, Bharado Kantimo Veda. And Bhagavad Gita is less than 0.1% of the Mahavarata. And of course, you know, it is part of Bhishma Parva and it consists of 18 chapters. Not going to go into the details. But Bhagavad Gita narrates the situation in a battlefield. And Mahabharata in total narrates the war between the two cousins, Pandavas and Kauravas, to claim the kingdom of Hastinapura. And the Gita was delivered before the commencement of the war in Krukshetra. And uh, some philosophers look at Krukshetra within the human body. The body, within the human body, human development, you are looking into human development, you are looking into the human perspective, human body where the two forces between the good and evil, the war is taking place at every moment. Now, when we look at the Bhagavad Gita, we have to look into the context or perspective of human development or human resource development. We are moving from the physical development to intellectual development, emotional development, and to spiritual development. Of course, in the literature of HR, in the literature in the field of management, spiritual intelligence, there are studies being done. But it is not in that. Okay? Of course, there are studies being done in this area, IQ, intelligent intellectual question, emotional question, emotional intelligence, which I will also talk to you a little bit on that. But the concept of the HRD from the Bhagavad Gita focus more on the self from the spiritual or self-realization perspective, which is uh, not much covered in uh, most of the literatures, if you look into, especially in the Western literature or even other uh, schools of thought. The Bhagavad Gita presents to you the HRD approach taken by Sri Krishna, the speaker of the Bhagavad Gita. Karma Yoga, looking from the duty and action-based approach. Bhakti Yoga, the effective and emotional-based approach. Then, of course, you have Jnana Yoga, the cognitive and the knowledge approach. The three approaches that has been taken. Now, there are many theories or concepts that can be derived from the Bhagavad Gita that will be able to contribute to the field of human development or human resource development. There are many. Of course, due to the time, I'm not going to go through details, all the details. Now you have concepts like Nishkama Karma, Action without desire, 
Sita Pragnan, uh, all that. In this presentation, I think I'm going to focus only chapter one and two. Chapter one and two related to the Arjuna Vishada Yoga and also the Yoga of Knowledge. Now the first chapter, if you look at the situation, now maybe in this context, you look at Krishna taking the role as a HRD role, human resource developer. You know, everyone knows who has read the Gita, chapter one is all about Arjuna Vishada Yoga. Arjuna was giving all the excuses why he should not fight the war. In fact, he was well prepared. Physically, he was well prepared. He received all the education from his teacher and he received many astras, including Pasupada Astra from Lord Siva. But yet, why at that particular moment, when he saw his relatives, his friends on the opposite side, his grandfather, his teacher, he became demotivated. And you see in chapter two, he was saying that uh, after giving excuses, even Krishna saying that, uh, uh, why does this impurity come upon you? Does he so the role Krishna is playing here is the HRD role to revive his motivation, to energize him, to enable him. So what did Krishna, Krishna did that can be useful to our HRD? HRD, there are many sub-areas within HRD. You can include counseling, you can include coaching, you can include mentoring, you can include training. So many sub-areas. So before you solve a particular problem, you need to understand what is the problem. And some of you are familiar with Stephen Covey, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. One of the habits, habit number five, is seek first to understand then to be understood and most of the time many people don't listen to understand they just listen with the intent to reply they actually can go deeper into this component what does it really mean in this context you look into arjuna had a negative uh, what he called view about the self, negative emotion, anger, guilt, sorrow, anxiety, leading to a state of inaction. After he saw all his hidden kin on the other side, what did he do? He dropped his weapon. He dropped his weapon. He surrendered to Krishna. In fact, if you look into entire chapter, chapter one, it's all about his dilemma to fight or not to fight. So if you really look at this, the first battle is in your mind. The HRD focus is more on competency, attitude development, 
knowledge development of knowledge skill development but most of the time they don't go in deep going into the deeper component of what factors deeper and deeper that contributes to the performance so arjuna in this case you had a lot of self defeating belief so if you looking at chapter 1 it's mostly telling us all for the hrd specialists to help the people to eliminate the negative mindset and to enhance it with a positive mindset so it is about the thought starting with the thought that will have an impact on the belief the feeling and also action so you have this this is actually if you look into pratharanyaka upanishad you are what your deep desire driving desire is as your desire is your will as your will is your deed and is your deed is your destiny chapter 2 is about training people to be self aware first stage in people development is helping them to be aware of themselves and this is also the first component of emotional intelligence the hrd developer has a role to help people to develop high level of self awareness many times in the training that is conducted the focus in self awareness self development is less most practical they move directly into the job related training skills self awareness the other part is that educate people to be understood or derived to manage change and not to be deluded by change change happens change is taking place every one of us affected by change covid 19 has resulted in a lot of change but we should not be undisturbed so the self awareness component there is a model of emotional intelligence by daniel coleman who talks about first quadrant of emotional intelligence and what is the first quadrant of emotional intelligence it is the self awareness but this self awareness we can go deeper into analyzing a person a individual how the individual evolves bhagavad gita provides that for example if you look at in chapter 2 verse 11 krishna starts his teaching he says asoshan anvasushastwa pratyavadam shabashase gatasu nagatasunscha nanu soshanti pandita you are talking like a learned scholar but you are owning for what is not worthy of grief if you are a pandita a pandita is someone who will not worry for one who has gone or one who has yet to go and another definitely are we moving towards the uh, end of the paper uh it's not end of the paper but if you want me to end now i can end it now 
No, no. Uh, how far are we? Uh, uh, another few more. I can go in few more. All right. Okay. No. So you want me to uh, go express? Yeah, I can go we, express. You know, you know, you're, uh, you have a lot. Very quickly. But please, okay. if you want me to go, uh, bind it up as all right. I go very quickly. We have the other speaker. Uh, all right. Then what I will do? I'll stop after a few slides due to the time factor. Of course, the change, transmigration, transformation. You find in 2.13, Deji no Shmim Yata Deji Kaumaram Yavanam Dara Tatha Dehantara Papir Girashtatra Nahoyeti. Undisturbed persons. How do we train people to be undisturbed? And the concept of self is explored in detail in the Bhagavad Gita. But of course, due to the time, I'm not going to go through. Another concept I'm taking from an Upanishad, Upanishad, which talks about human development, taking the body as a chariot with five houses. Over here, we have six, including the brain here, five senses. I'm, not, I'm sure the Panchi Indriyas, the five Indriyas, what are there? You see here, the reen is a driving instrument. The driver is your buddhi, intellect, and the self is a passenger, real self. Is a passenger. Okay. Uh, Bhagavad Gita also talks about stability, equanimity of the mind. Samatvam yoga uchete, equanimity of the mind is yoga. But training people to practice equanimity is not possible, it's not something that is easy, but it is possible. Uh, you find later on in the sixth chapter, it says, Krishna Arjuna will say, Chanchalam Himana Krishna Pramati Valavat Pritam Ashaham Nigraham Manyam Vayu Reva Shudoshara. Difficult to control my mind. But Krishna will say, yes, it is possible through constant practice and detachment. Abhyashina to Kaunteya Vairajina Chagrihaya Chiste. Abhyashina to practice, constant practice. Training people to practice, to learn. There's a lot of techniques are there to train people in developing equanimity of the mind. Okay, equanimity, more about economic equanimity, chapter, uh, uh, what it called two is also there. Uh, the concept of Sita Pramyan is there in chapter two, verse 45. And then this is about self-management, managing the emotional part. There are many emotions, types of emotion. One of the emotion here is mentioned is the anger. So very important about anger. Anger, if it is not managed, not controlled, but managed, what happens? Results, bewilderment of memory. And if your memory is bewildered, intelligence will be lost. And if the intelligence is lost, you are going to fall down. Rodat bhavanti shamohat, shamohat smriti vibramha, smriti bramchat buddhinaso, buddhinashat pranashati. And another one looking at this. Conquers of the South. Can you quickly move through all the slides? Uh, okay, I think um, instead of uh, moving, I will conclude. Okay. Yes. So we... All right, conclusion. After hearing the 575 verses, Arjuna was energized. He was transformed. This is human resource development as done by Krishna to Arjuna. All right, thank you. I think I'll conclude here since the time is limited. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, sir.